Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Justin Holiday in the corner. He'll have to hurry. He'll get it down low. McConnell from the baseline. Beat the clock and scored as the third quarter draws to a close. Indiana is in total control. Tatum against Hachimura. Drives on him. Gets to the rim. Lays it up and in with the right hand. Hachimura didn't want to foul out. And the Celtics isolated him. And Tatum with 45 and counting. And Scott Brooks calls timeout. Jason Tatum moving to his left. Bertans in front of him. Tristan Thompson ambles out to set the screen. Tatum steps to his left. Three in the air. Got it. 48 for Jason Tatum. NBA play-in tournament starts. Couple of Eastern games. You heard the highlights as the Pacers went up by 16 in the first quarter. 24 at the half. 30 after three. PK, you were going to watch those games, but I'm thinking you checked in on that and went over to the Golf Channel for some PGA Championship or maybe a little East Coast baseball because that was a whooping the Pacers put oh, on the first game. Yeah. yeah, the first game was nothing, obviously. It was awful. So the Hornets are eliminated. The Pacers now go play the loser of the Celtics-Wizards game. So they'll be in Washington playing for the eighth seed because the Wizards had no answer for Jason Tatum. 50 points and a 118-100 win. Celtics taking control of that game in the third quarter and then pulling away in the fourth. You think Philadelphia regrets taking Markel Fultz 1, Lonzo Ball 2, Jason Tatum 3? You would hope. Would we go left Jason a little Tatum talent, one? Left a little talent on the board. I'd have to see that whole draft. I, I got it right in front of me. What do you want to know? I would think Tatum's the one, but I haven't seen the whole draft. De'Aaron Fox, five. Josh Jackson, he's a player for the G League. I was going to say for which <laughs> I was waiting. Waiting for the comedy. And sitting there at 13, Donovan Mitchell. Ah, there it is. Out of bio at 14. Nice pick. Yeah. See, you can have draft picks, but you got to. But if you spend it on Markel Fultz, when yeah, number one, man, he went number one. Tatum, Mitchell, out of Bio on the board. Don't. Yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, Kuzma, Kuzma was a nice pick where he was taken. He'd be in the first half of the lottery now. The Kuz, wouldn't he? You're yeah, skipping over some yeah, of the picks. There's this. Think. There's crap. Uh, there's, Harry Giles. Isn't he a, like a singer? Is <laughs> no. that Styles? Harry Styles, yes. I think Giles plays Close for the Kings, I believe, now. Yeah. So, a bunch of nondescript players, man. Got to cash in and get those high picks. And Markel Foltz, what a bust. This was, you know, Did Laurie Markkinen go in the right spot? He was seventh in that draft. Is no. that about right? Is no. he about the seventh best player? Um, and Mitchell would go in front of him. I think Adebayo would go in front of him, wouldn't he? Oh, for sure. Yeah, no question he'd go and ahead of him. Tatum's in front of him. De'Aaron Fox is in front of him. Kadeem Allen? I just wanted to say Kadeem. Yeah, that wasn't a very good draft. No, really, it wasn't. Maybe. Three or four, five players, and then a bunch of eh, yeah. nothing. Five players who are good, and five players who are... Eh. And then what? Guys who didn't make it. All right, Western Conference playing game should be better tonight. Spurs and Grizzlies at 530. And then it's the Warriors and Lakers at 8. ESPN has the doubleheader tonight.
Who do we want to win that? I don't think that it's a guarantee one way or the other. Uh, I think you want the Spurs and the Lakers to win. And then the Lakers go to no, the second game. No, I don't care about bracket. the second game. And then you want I mean, the Spurs that, to upset the... <laughs> I don't care about that game. <laughs> and then you want the Spurs to upset the yeah, Warriors. But, but no, I'm talking about as the far Warriors, as you want to, Lakers. Do the Jazz want to play the Lakers or do the Jazz want to play the Warriors? Well, I don't think as a one seed you really want to play either one of them. Both those teams should be higher seeded, but they're not. I think you probably want to play the Warriors. Why? If the Warriors beat the Lakers, Lakers would be down... Even if they won and beat the Spurs or the Grizzlies or whoever it might be, and I guess they, you know, if they did, they'd go in an eight, obviously, but they would be down at that point. And when you want to catch a down team, the Lakers have more marginally, but the Lakers have more good players than the Warriors, don't they? Doesn't it just come down to talent? Yeah, but you're not you're not playing the roster; you're playing the team in the moment. Well, I guess if either team is really going to suck and be disconnected and whatever uh, other cool word you can throw out there, well, then I mean, you yeah, but want you, your them. big thing. The Warriors are fifteen and five, mm-hmm. but okay, it's not so the greatest the, schedule. The Lakers, fifteen and five. The Lakers are not plays the same schedule. The same over. Come on, but not over twenty games. Whoop de do. So I can go back and find whatever I'm trying to find out of that. Yep. I just don't think that it's a slam dunk. It's not. And I would say, that, but you want me off the fence, and I would say that marginally, I think the Lakers can be the tougher matchup. They've got more talent. But you're right, the pieces may not all fit. They may be out there struggling. We may be projecting something on them they're not capable of doing. Something to think about. Suns head coach Monty Williams named the coach of the year by his peers in the National Basketball Coaches Association. All 30 coaches vote. Jazz coach Quinn Snyder got some votes. Monty Williams gets the win. I don't see how Monty Williams is not the coach of the year in every poll. Because they came from further back. It's a bigger jump for them. Who overachieved the most? That's the, the, the award for coach of the year is who overachieved the most. It's clearly the Suns. That's, what, that's the essence of the award. Right or wrong, that is the essence of the award. Yeah. If you want to argue, should that be the essence of the award, I'm up for that. I love a good argument on sports. Bring it! I've been only been doing it for 20 years, man. Oh, you've been longer. doing it for more than that. I've been getting paid for it. Uh, so, I mean, I love that stuff. But that's the essence of the award, is who will overachieve the most. And in my mind, no team overachieved the most than the Suns. Therefore, it's Williams. I'd have to go back through all the preseason predictions. Did the Suns get picked in front of the Jazz anywhere? Yeah, two guys in Phoenix. Two guys in Phoenix. Suns.com. Those homers can't (laughs) vote for Monty, but everybody else. (laughs) How about for a half-season turnaround job in Atlanta? No. The Knicks. Not bad, but no. Okay. And that's pretty much it, right? For major overachievement? I would put the Jazz as overachieving. I I thought we'd already included them. Wouldn't put them as high. Because I think a lot of people picked them four, five, or six. And they got to one. So they clearly overachieved. Or in right. some cases, eight. Yeah. yeah. I picked them second if things ever, everything went well. So even even that, my best case scenario, they overachieved that. So certainly he deserves, Quinn Snyder deserves recognition and mention and all that stuff. NBA said Tuesday, Miles Turner, Indiana Pacers, is the NBA's blocked shot champion. Can you be champion or is that a leader? Anyway, 
whatever, over Rudy Gobert, despite the fact he didn't play 70% of the games, typically needed to qualify as a statistical leader. By rule, he fell four games short, having played in just 47. But he had such a big lead, if he played in 51 and blocked a shot, he still would have been in front of Gobert. So there it is. Gobert finishes second. Well, that's like a sis. That's an, an obtuse stat. Block shots. Doesn't measure everything that you want to be measuring when you're doing that. Shots prevented. Shots Shots altered. altered. Shots never even attempted. Guys who didn't even drive into the paint. like "Mm, Hence shots attempted. Shots that missed. Maybe weren't even altered, but still missed. He hurried him. His his defense speaks for itself. He doesn't need any stupid alterization of the rules. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. If you play well for long enough, these are the conversations that are, are going to come up. You know, I understand I'm, I'm not going to play forever, but I also, you know, have the mindset that I'm still playing really well and, and have, you know, a lot of good football in front of me. Um, but the most important thing to me is it, it comes from the belief in the building, the people who are actually making decisions, uh, the people who, um, you, you know, are with you day to day. That's Matt Ryan, Atlanta Falcons quarterback, having a similar conversation to what must be going on in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers without all the obviously visible emotion and bad feelings. 36, how much longer? When do we go get a new guy? When do we let the new guy play? What do we do with the old guy? Ryan's career not as illustrious as Aaron Rodgers, obviously, but still pretty good. He's been to a Super Bowl, thrown a gazillion touchdown passes. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, all systems go. His doctor says he's going to be ready for that September 12 regular season opener against the Vikings. Good. Good for him. Eagles modified their offseason model, met with veteran players. They won't hold a mandatory minicamp this year. Additionally, there'll be no team or seven-on-seven drills during OTAs. Eagles coach Nick Sirianni said, we had some really good conversations with our players, some of our team leaders about the offseason program. So there you go. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Turnbull sets. The 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss! History! Spencer Turnbull has become the sixth Tiger pitcher to throw the eighth no-hitter in franchise history. His teammates burst out of the dugout and mob him at the mound. How about it? Brilliant all-night-long great defense behind him, especially Candelario in the seventh. And Spencer Turnbull has thrown a no-hitter here in Seattle. Fifth no-hitter of the year. Second time in a couple weeks that the Mariners have been hit with the no-no. And Turnbull really didn't have the confidence early on. Not a great bullpen session, but sure enough, at the end... His teammates are all over him. He's getting hit with water, beer, and baby powder. I feel like I'm watching Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> you get a no-no. You get a no-no. You get a no-no. What the freak? Is it because guys are swinging the fences, don't care about strikeouts, nobody's trying to put the ball in play, which well, is where the hit happens? Left from last year, though. True story. Another thing that hasn't changed is the rule that you get to put a runner on second base in the 10th inning, so the Padres used a bunt and a wild pitch to score the game winner and beat the Rockies 2-1 to in 10. 
Another change, thing that hasn't changed. Pools driving in another run. Bases loaded. Hit by pitch. I think on the uh, OT extra innings, maybe wait a little bit before you do that. Do it in the 12th or 13th? Something like Let that. Let them have yeah. some normal innings? Yeah, yeah. Instead of right off the bat. I like it. I don't really like the guy at second base rule. I really don't put like him it. at first. Start him on one. Yeah, put in more strategy. You know, what do you do there? I'm with PK, though. If okay, like two normal innings, yeah, then a guy on first for yeah. the 12th inning. Sure. Yeah. And then if it gets yeah, in second for that. the 13th, the guy in third for the 14th. <laughs> <laughs> it feels pretty tricked up. And then just give him a run in the 14th. <laughs> in the 14th. Just, just call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> Coin <laughs> flip. Uh, Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks 9-1. to Giants beat the Reds 4-2. to Is that going to be the, the best division in baseball in the best race? With the Giants, who weren't supposed to be good, right there with the Padres and the Dodgers, who were supposed to be excellent. Who right now are, you know, nice. The Padres are playing 600 ball. Not off the charts, but good. Dodgers a little off that pace. 600 is plenty good. Yeah. Once you get past Mother's Day, you're you're starting to get in the heart of the season. So, uh, you know, I'll have to look at how it develops a little bit more. But, yeah, if the Giants can keep it up, I expect the other two to keep it up. Oakland Athletics in the American League West, game and a half up on the Astros. The Athletics beat the Astros 6-5. to Ramon Laureano hit two homers, and then the game-winning sacrifice fly. So the hero for a day is the Athletics stretch that lead to a game and a half over Houston, top two teams in the L West Point. And then for the Angels, Trout. Mike Trout. Cavs strain out 6-8. to he thought, it was, uh, he thought it was his Achilles. Said he felt a pop. Well, that's not good. That's yeah, he said he was, he was like mortified about it. Corey Seager, a fractured hand. He's out two months. Same about about the same time. Part of the game. What are you gonna do? Mets outfielder Kevin Pillar, multiple nasal fractures. We we're talking yesterday about all the blood on his coming up his uh, face after he got hit in the face. So he walked the lineup card out yesterday. It was good to see though. He's on the 10-day injured list. Bees wrapped up a 12-game homestand with a 9-3 win over Tacoma. They're off today and in Las Vegas tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, with Steve Klauke on the call. What is Trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. No job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Tim Lacombe, Jazz Radio Studio Analyst, going to join us at 8.30. PGA Championship Preview with Bob Casper. Time for the draft, PK. You ready for our PGA Championship picks? Yeah, I'm going Phil, number one. Nine o'clock. And next, Pete Futak, National College Football Writer for CollegeFootballNews.com. New commissioner in the Pac-12, new plans, and PK, one of them caught your eye, would impact us here locally. Well, he's talking about expansion in the Pac-12, and what does that mean? We will get to that and his theories. That's next, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.